Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Who are Scott's top five prospects in 2022? Let's talk about it on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, January 7th. I am Frank Stanfield, joined by Scott White. And let's start at the tippity top. The number one prospect entering this season is Julio Rodriguez, J-Rod. Outfielder for the Seattle Mariners. Scott, a lot to like here. Big power, big speed, plate discipline. There is everything. And you think he has a chance early on in the season. Yeah, I mean, this this is the closest prospect to like being this generational prodigy. He's been hyped since he was 17 years old. He got his first taste of double A last year and hit 362 there. So while I wouldn't bet on him making the Mariners out of spring training, like that's the kind of prospect who does exceed the expectations in terms of timetable. And he shows up at spring training and they just realize like, there's no way we could send this guy down, especially with the Mariners having obvious playoff aspirations, having just missed last year, having already signed Robbie Ray to a long-term deal this off season. It just makes a lot of sense that, uh, that they might, be ultra aggressive with Julio Rodriguez and the rest could be history. Every name that we're going to talk about here, by the way, today has a chance to make an impact here in 2022. Probably should have mentioned that up at the top. Bobby Witt, your number two prospect and of course shortstop for the Kansas City Royals, turns 22 years old in June of this year. Another one, lots of power, lots of speed. We just saw it at both AA and AAA this past season. And a lot of people think, Scott, that he could turn into a Trevor Story type, which, you know, that was a borderline first-round pick for fantasy. Yeah, Trevor Story type who doesn't need to rely on Coors Field to deliver those kinds of numbers. And, of course, that's that's an upside comp. And the range of outcomes, you know, there are plenty for wit that fall lower than that. But that he's playing for the – that he's going to be playing for the Royals, it gives me more confidence he's going to deliver this – on the steals in a way I'm, I'm not as confident about in Julio Rodriguez's case. And uh, yeah, I mean, of these prospects, he's the one being drafted the highest in fantasy. I think he has the best chance of potentially making the opening day roster. There was some talk of that happening last spring. And then he went on to have the kind of year he had between double A and triple A. I think it makes an even more compelling case. I, I feel like there's much more to say about Bobby Witt. Everybody kind of knows about him. Yeah, the ADP is just inside the top 100, so he is that big-name prospect this year that people are expecting to make the biggest impact for fantasy baseball here in 2022. Another one that could do that is Adley Rutschman, the catcher for the Baltimore Orioles, turns 24 years old in February. Big hit tool, big power as well. Really, really strong plate discipline. Scott, I don't know that there's another comp that comes to mind for, for an Adley Rutschman, but, I mean, we could be talking about a top three fantasy catcher for years to come. Yeah, I think I think so. I former number one overall pick and the sort of number one overall pick that like clearly needed to be the number one overall pick in his draft. And that, there just aren't many 
catchers historically who have uh, who who have that kind of like slam dunk profile that Rushman seems to have. No real flaws in his game. Great plate discipline, as you pointed out. Power. Uh, you could argue the hit tool is maybe even better than the power tool. Switch hitter. Great pitch framer. Great at working with pitchers. A lot of leadership qualities. Looks like a face of the franchise type. That's not going to be asked to sit 40% of the time the way so many up-and-coming catchers would be. Like That's the concern about that investing in a catcher in Dynasty League, right? Is you don't really know what his playing time is going to look like because of all the restrictions of that position. That's really not going to be a concern for Rushman. And it's hard for me to imagine, given that, it's hard for me to imagine him not being a top five, at least a top five catcher in fantasy, if not in his rookie season, then sophomore season on. And I think it's more realistic, given that pedigree, given the lack of shortcomings in his game, to think he's going to have a multi-year run as the number one catcher in fantasy. Yeah, certainly seems within the range of outcomes for Adley Rutschman. Scott, let's wrap up here with the rounding out your top five prospects, and they come from the same team, the Detroit Tigers. That is Spencer Torkelson and Riley Green. For Torkelson, really, really big power. Hit 30 home runs this past season across three different levels in the minors. And for Riley Green, he does have some pop, but also hit for batting average. He could run a little bit. Uh, He strikes out a little bit more than I would like, Scott, but a lot of people excited about both Torque and Riley Green. Yeah, I think there's more momentum for ranking Green ahead of Torkelson, actually, even Tor- even though Torkelson, he was the number one overall pick in 2020. I feel like he's the safer of the two, Torkelson. Uh, not a lot of concerns about him. And there's not a lot of concerns about either, but there are basically no concerns for me about Torkelson. You know there's going to be big power. He's going to get on base a lot. Probably hit for a pretty good batting average, too. His hit tool's good enough to do that. And... Um, you know, Green's case, there's a bit, a little bit more of a speed element there, but he doesn't have Torkelson's power ceiling. His best tool is supposed to be the hit tool, which makes the 27% strikeout rate more concerning because if you're striking out that much, how, how much you're really going to be able to get out of that hit tool. Uh, but there are some scouts who say Riley Green looks like somebody who will compete for batting titles, and obviously there's a chance that strikeout rate improves. And I, I don't want to sell him short, but... I of the top five prospects, the number one most concerning variable for me is Riley Green's strikeout rate. So that's why he comes in fifth for me and behind Torkelson. And by the way, I mean, fifth is still really, really good on the list. You like prospects, we like prospects. There is your top five here in 2022. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thank you for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Monday. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats.